0: This is Van the Ghost, and this episode is Peg, The Depths of Blue-Pink Noise, High as F. And uh, we wrote this song uh, last night using um, our Juno GI. We had created a sound on the Juno GI about five years ago. We made this song called uh, Recollection, and we created a pad uh, using um, the Juno's um, sound creation tools, which are kind of hidden. It's kind of like... Um, I think people don't like anymore about the Juno was the Juno GI, you had to dive into the menu to get to the sound creation. And it had like partials. It had like four sounds that make up a sound. And then you have the ability to apply like boss effects and the ability to, to um, you know, string those effects in a chain and create some interesting sound. And so this sound we created is called recollection. Was, was based off of a pad that was already there, but we did some heavy manipulation of the effect processing. Uh, so they had these boss effects that we ran through it and then we created the sound. Uh, so that's a, an old pad that we used, but for the drums on the song, we used the JDXI uh, and chained it with a Beat beatstep pro into chain patterns. So we put that down. But on top of that, we've been playing with, like we had talked about, um, a three oscillator Moog that is created by using controlled voltage patches from a um, Mother 32 to a Moog DFAM. And so you get one oscillator off the Moog Mother 32 and two oscillators off of the um, DFAM. And when you string them together and then you control it via MIDI, uh, we're using the Juno GI-61 key keyboard through a MIDI connection to the mother 32 that allows us to play all 61 keys monophonically, but not exactly. We actually can, because we're using three oscillators, we actually get up to three nodes of polyphony um, coming, well, paraphonic, coming from, um, from the sound pad patches that we created. Uh, and so it's a very fat sound. On top of that, we ran some interesting modulation by using the clock on a morphogene a sample that we took and ran it through the Arturia MiniBoot 2S and its looping envelope. And so there's additional two oscillators worth of percussive modulation that we kind of played the filter um, with the Uh, Arturia. Like we said, we had the make noise morphogene clock driving the the sound that was coming out of the Arturia. In addition, we also have it driving with the LFOs, uh, the sound. So we have this interesting kind of um, non-sequenced LFO uh, analog sound that goes in is manipulated also by them to make noise maths utility module, which allows you to do LFO processing. You can do um, logarithmic and exponential processing of the signal. So there's all this stuff going on in this patch, and then we have Josephine Electric going through a roll of VT4, vocal transformer, that's also running through an MX-1 performance mixer with a delay, a digital delay. And so we get this strange effect of Josephine uh, talking about this ambient kind of analog sound painting that's full of blue-pink noise. And she's just like wrapped up in this kind of fog of synthesis or subtractive synthesis. And uh, it's very, you know, um, affecting. It's psychedelic. It's trance. It's progressive electronic. It's got some kind of Pink Floydish flourishes with that recollection sound from the pad. So we're pretty happy with it. Uh, Bentley Records just put out a press release for us, and we put the link uh, to to the, one of the photos for it. And then um, we're also, you know, available to do performances. You can connect, connect, contact us. And if you like our show where we talk to individual artists, you can send us a voice memo through Anchor FM and give us your Instagram username so we can send you a direct message. Our Instagram username is expansive underscore sound underscore experiments. That's expansive underscore sound underscore experiments. You can also contact us at Facebook on our Facebook page at phantom electric ghost. So we've been looking at, I think, a bunch of scents and we keep on coming back to the phantom. And the phantom, this year's phantom is, um, probably the keyboard that would replace our Juno. Like we'll use our Juno PolySynth for a lot of our, um, core sounds. You know, it's got 1300 sounds. You got all these Jupiter and Juno patches and analog pads through PCM. You got, you know, pretty good drums on it. It's got, a, it's got interesting multi-trimble capability. I think it can do up to 256, um, so that's pretty pretty interesting. And when we, we used to use the r- digital recorder on it, you can really layer a lot. You can have a lot of stuff going on with this machine. And so we um, been very happy with it. But the Phantom is, is kind of a dream, and it. it has the analog filter. It's got Jupiter filters. It's got all kinds of filters, kind of like, like System 8. It's got the new Zencore, where you've got RD piano, a uh, full RD piano setup, uh, the ability to emulate a lot of different things, really advanced recording sequencer capability you got sampling capability got a really nice key bed that they've updated tons of inputs and outputs um and it, it finally has um a workflow that has the synth workflow as a knob or function on the machine on the panels so you don't have to dive like in a gi <laughs> and it's got a partial kind of structure like a like a D-50 and it has a virtual joystick kind of like a D-50. Um, and if you take all those things, you know, it would be a, a, like the center hub of, of, of recording and performance. And as a keyboardist, you know, we're, we're looking for a solution that allows us to record, we look at the like, high force we look the MPCs, look at all kinds of, um, recording devices, but, but since we're a keyboardist, this machine really appeals to us. It's rather expensive, but, um, We've got a lot of modular gear and we kind of, we kind of like sure we get a matriarch. And then the other thing we, we just saw the demo of the super six, which is a really awesome power. Um, so we were a little cut off there, but we were going into the UDO super six, which we had a really good demo is FGPA analog hybrid. It's got really interesting, uh, workflow. It's got a really interesting setup. It's got a really, <laughs> really, really, but what we like about it is it has the form and function of like a Jupiter 8 or a Juno 106 or a Juno 60, which means it's got a very simple workflow, very easy to create a sound. It's not overly complicated like some sense. Uh, it seems to be like very hands-on, kind of mini-mode-like, rolling Jupiter 8-like. So you can just run left to right and you can build pads and it's got really nice chassis. So I think as a performance synth, it kind of will give the new Jupiter X a run for the money. Uh, we haven't seen what the price point is on this thing is going to be, and it's not really coming out till 2020. But even the Jupiter X isn't coming out till 2020. So I'd like to see this UEO Super 6 against a uh, Jupiter. The one thing about this machine, I'm so, does it have the ability to do nice piano? I haven't heard that. I've heard a lot of synth pads on it. As a, as a keyboard player, I'm always looking for a good piano, and that kind of makes you look at the um, the actual um, the sequential circuits. Uh, if you get to the Prophet X in XL, it's got really nice pianos in it. But then you look at the Roland RD-2000, and now the Phantom has really good pianos in it as well. <clears throat> but if the UDO Super 6 had it, um, and it does have a sequencer, it's got effects, it's got all kinds of cool stuff, so it would be something that we'd be very interested in. Um, so we got to see how far they go with it and what the price point is. If it's like an under two thousand dollars synth, it would be a good option against the Phantom because we've got a lot of we got the Zoom, our recorder, we got all these sequencers. We don't need to do a workstation initially, um, but we'll look at it. We're very happy about all the synth choices that are out there today, and we'll talk to you later. I'm in the fire